Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Shola. I am your host. Welcome to Musings with Jesus. Thank you for joining me today. Um, we're going to be musing today on God is Faithful. And the reason why I chose this title is because I've been reflecting this week particularly on how, you know, faithful God is and how in my life I can say this year 2020 generally i can say that you know for the greater part of my life that i have been a child of god born again gave my life to christ but i think much more so this year because this year has been pretty very challenging for me you know unprecedented challenges i just believe that with things that i did not i can't say that anything in my past prepared me for things that you know Challenges that I think were, were bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? And the one person that has stood by me through it all is God. He has stood by me. He has been the one constant. Um, he, has been, he has been with me through it all. And his word has stood true. You know, even when he tells me things that don't make sense and I'm struggling to figure it out, at the end of the day, you know, when I look at the counsel of man or, you know, my own counsel, when I look at the situation, the one thing that stands the test of time is the word of God, his word, his faithfulness, his own perspective of what's happening. Because, you know, sometimes, and this is what I think happened a lot in 20, you know, for me, and it's, this is, you know, for me, it's a typical example of what it means when, you know, to walk in faith. Because there will be a situation, and the situation, you know, is reporting itself in a particular way, or manifesting itself in a particular way. And based on that manifestation, anybody studying the condition or the situation will come to certain conclusions or have certain hypotheses. God's perspective in all those cases and all that time was completely different from what was being represented. So for me to believe God then, it means I should suspend, disregard everything that I am seeing, that I'm hearing, that I, you know, all my natural senses was a major challenge. But at the end of the day, it was his own testimony that stood sure god's perspective god's reports god's counsel concerning that situation was what stood out eventually was validated and for me that's just mind-boggling it's baffling because and you know i apologize that i can't really go into details but i'm sure this is something that any a lot of us can play with but i mean can can um, resonate with or some of us at least but imagine you're looking at something and that thing is black and it's looking black. So because you can see that it's black, you feel, okay, this thing is black and, you know, this is not really what I want it to be. So maybe I need to paint it white. And then somebody is telling you that thing is not black or is white. I are like, are you looking at what I'm looking at? How can you say it's white when it is black? And person says, don't bother painting it because it is not black. It is actually white. What you just need to do is wait. Eventually, you you know, and, and you're like, what are you saying? 
And then eventually, that thing that was black eventually turned into what you could not imagine that it would turn into. That is just a very vague analogy, I know, but I'm talking about the difference between a God that gives you a perspective that is completely different from what that natural situation is presenting. So for me now, I now realize that two things. He that will live godly in Christ, he will suffer persecution. Yes, you'll be persecuted because living godly in Christ means doing everything as if you are not seeing and hearing what is going on. In other words, you know, you are not responding to the natural things the way it will be. So definitely you'll be persecuted. You'll be persecuted by natural men. You would also be persecuted by spiritual situations. So my headline scripture is 1 Corinthians 10, 13, and it says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man, but God is faithful, and he will not allow you to be tempted beyond that which you are able, uh, or that that is tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So today's music is not going to be very, very long, because... I think I'm just in a mood of, you know, gratitude to the Lord, also in awe and reverence of who he is and how he has used, you know, this podcast to bless me, this whole process of getting closer to his word, reconnecting to his word and how he has just enriched my experience with him, you know, through trial and also how he has proven himself strong. Honestly, I I love him so much now, you know, I... And I don't want to just say it because, you know, I feel that I still am very far from doing the things that are pleasing in his sight. So I don't just want to be saying I love him, but my heart really does feel a very strong sense of love for the Father right now, you know. Just for because his, of his love that he has shown to me by standing with me, you know, in very difficult times. Making sure that his word was never far from me and that even when... I didn't understand that word you know he made sure that it was never scarce he never withheld his word and his counsel from me you know and that word is comforted you know it, it was something to at least hold on to even though there were times I set it aside because I was like you know what this order you are saying you know, I was being very good practical very pragmatic and trying to handle things the way that made sense to me because really what he was saying some point that really did not make sense and I wasn't getting the results that I wanted so you know I just felt let me just do what at least makes sense to do and he allowed me to do that as well and he stayed with me through the whole process you know guided me through so that i do not derail too much and eventually when it came to a point when i myself realized that that natural way i was trying to handle things was not working you know he then helped me to also unravel myself from that which i had raveled myself into that amazing experience and then we started doing the you know i, I then started believing you know going more just obeying so when he says and this first Corinthians 10 has been something that's a scripture that I have always held on to where it says God will not allow you to be tempted beyond that which you are able I remind him it's a, the first day I read that scripture you know there's some scriptures that you read it just is like it grabs your heart this one is one of those scriptures so whenever I'm going through something it is my I believe that God honestly will not allow me to be tempted beyond that which is my of my own natural spiritual and mental and emotional ability that he will not so i believe that when he says he will with every temptation make a way of escape i believe it it's just that sometimes like i said 
his own his own estimation of my ability may be different from what i think so sometimes i actually think the way of escape should have come earlier than it did but what i realized is that he gives a way of escape sometimes it's even incremental relief it may not be that the situation has changed but even those relief those buffers daily you know buffers that help to make things better or at least more tolerable you know he really does that as well i experienced that a lot over this period where this, the larger situation hadn't changed but the strength and the help to just deal on a daily basis i was getting it i was getting it so he does provide that way of escape and i i i always hold him to this one and honestly and that's why i said you know it's just like when we talk about in marketing you know every brand every product every service or every individual self has a value proposition there's something that you are offering and it is the quality of that value proposition that differentiates one product from the other one service from the other honestly the value of the value proposition that christ gives me that god gives me i don't think anybody can match it you can't you cannot match it and it is for that reason that i will always choose him again and again and i thank you lord for helping me say it in that way because what i see is that it's not just to say that you got born again um, 2,000 years ago, 5 years ago, 10 years ago and it stays. Every day we need to choose him again and again. Because things continue to happen every day to present good and evil, right and wrong. Righteousness and unrighteousness. So it's not just a choice that you make. And, I, and this makes me now understand, even as I'm musing on it now, what God means when he says... You know, if you, when Jesus said, for you to follow me, you, mu- you have to take up, take up your cross and follow him. Because it's a daily thing. And he said the taking up the cross is daily. So, I'm now realizing just now, as I'm using right now, that that taking up the cross also includes choosing him daily. First of all, you have to choose to take up the cross. And there are some days we actually set it down. I mean, I know. There are some days just tell yourself, you know what, I'm not doing this spiritual thing. This one... I am going to be carnal. I'm satisfying my flesh, my mind. So, presenting my body as a living sacrifice is choosing, choosing Jesus every day, choosing Him away on every issue. Because every day, different challenges, different battles, different questions, different dimensions. You know, a choice between faith and fear, a choice between obedience and disobedience. A choice between forgiveness or malice, a choice between, you know, kindness and unkindness, a choice between evil speaking and or silence, you know, a choice between evil thoughts or righteous thoughts. 24-7 choices. So I think because I have seen God's faithfulness to me, it inspires me to also be faithful to Him. God for him bringing me to this point. Like I said, today is a very deeply sober and reflective music. I'm not going to be talking for too long. I probably will not put background music because I think my voice is so low that if I put background music, it's likely to drown it out. I'll just read a few more scriptures and then I'll bring it to a close. And I, I just, I pray for everyone listening that you will experience the faithful of, faithfulness of God and that we will have a, you know, that our experience with him will be so rich that serving him will not be a struggle it will be the most glorious experience of our lives and that 
in any area of our lives where we are lacking or where we're looking for love or comfort or validation that Christ himself will fill that gap for us in a way that no one else can and the search will be over the search for the search for love the search for affection the search for hope the search for strength the search for grace it will all stop at the feet of the master for we will find it every heart that has been seeking and searching we will find it answers to the questions of our souls answers to the cry of our hearts answers to the pain to the sorrow to the grief to the loss to everything that hurts in places that no one else knows the lord himself will provide those answers for us the comforts the strength will feel that vacuum will heal will deliver will strengthen will uphold will empower all to his glory in the name of jesus he is a faithful god I said I'll just read a few more scriptures and close it. I actually feel like closing it just after that, but you know, let me just read a few more. So, First Corinthians one, verse eight to nine, and this one is Paul speaking to the church in Corinth. It says, "Christ Jesus will sustain you to the end, guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ." And verse nine, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of His Son Jesus Christ, our Lord. In Deuteronomy seven nine, this was Moses speaking. He says, "Know therefore that the Lord your God is God." The faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Wow, that's amazing. You know, Moses used to say in second or third generation. So he says God is faithful and that he keeps his, steadfast, his covenant steadfast even unto a thousand generations. This is Moses saying this and it has turned out to be true. Because God has kept his covenant to the children of Israel to, I'm sure it has reached over a thousand generations by now. You know, so he is faithful. And we see that he continues to keep that covenant even to natural Israel, protecting them from enemies all around, giving grace to them, making them so influential, even though they are a very small nation upon the face of the earth, very small population. But yet, you know, anything that happens in Israel rocks the entire world. It's because of the covenant that they have with the Lord, you know, they cannot be ignored. And God says, He says, so Moses was telling the children of Israel that they should know that, you know, the Lord their God is, that He is God. And he's faithful as well. And he keeps covenant and steadfast laws with those who love him and keep his commandments. It's true, God keeps covenant. I have had chance over this period as well to, you know, have certain covenants with him. You know, refresh some, reaffirm some. And he doesn't forget. I even believe that there may be some covenants I made with him many years ago that I have forgotten that he's probably still holding me to. I'm just praying that you bring it to my remembrance. Maybe they have now been, maybe they are all covered in some larger ones that I'm now doing now. But he's very, that covenant, if you cut covenant, it's a very, very spiritual thing, you know, because he's faithful and he's faithful to covenant to his covenant. So there's the covenant of the Lord Jesus Christ, which covers all of us. 
and then there's the covenant you know the covenant that we then cut within that you know and i think these are things you know they used to teach us in, you know in the day i don't really hear so much of that now but god actually is faithful to covenant you know a covenant that is cut according to his will so if you're in a situation now that you really need, need god to do something you know you can do a covenant and i think people do it you know sometimes they say they come to church and give testimony i i would recommend that you do a covenant that depending on how serious it is i think things like testifying in church well either i i i think god wants something more than that i think he wants you to testify with your life in other words i think a covenant that actually you know makes you do something that is a lifetime commitment i think is is a stronger one like hannah when she made her covenant with the Lord, for that if you should give her a child, you know, she will offer him to the Lord. She offered Samuel, and that it was a lifetime commitment. So she weaned the child. Once he was able to talk and do things by himself, she gave him to the temple. That's the kind of covenant. And after that, we hear that she had about four other children after him. So God more than replaced, you know, that child that she had given up. And Samuel was a powerful prophet. He was the one that God used to anoint Saul, to anoint David very very wonderful um, prophets of God throughout that's the kind of covenant like I said depending on how serious the situation is it's better you what you know without so Deuteronomy 32 verse 4 says um, I ascribe greatness to the God, my rock. His work is perfect, for all his ways are just. A God of faithfulness and without iniquity, just and upright is he. This is Moses again. I think this was after he had experienced some of the deliverances you know, of the children of Israel at that time. And he was saying that God's work is perfect and all his ways are just. He's a God of faithfulness, without iniquity, just and upright is he. Yeah. And um, Zechariah 8 verse 7 to 9 says thus says the lord of hosts behold i will save my people from the east country and from the west country verse 8 and i will bring them to dwell in the midst of jerusalem they shall be my people and i will be their god in faithfulness and righteousness so that's the covenant that god makes to his children that he will be they shall be his people and he will be their god in faithfulness faithfulness is a very strong part of god's commitment to his children and to all them who love him my rule our role is to love him and keep his commandments like you know he said like moses said in deuteronomy 7 verse 9 but god is faithful to his covenant he's faithful and i am just musing in this particularly in context with you know faithful during trial you know he will not allow us to be tempted above that which we are able beyond our ability he will with every temptation make a way of escape so that we can bear it and i hope this encourages someone today um, Psalm 71:22 says, "And I will praise you with the harp for your faithfulness, oh my God! I will sing praises to you with the lie." It's true, you know. That's exactly how I feel right now. And Romans 3, verse 2 to 4 says, "To begin with, the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God, but what if some of them were unfaithful? Does their unfaithfulness nullify the faithfulness of God? By no means. Let God be true, though everyone be a liar. You know, and that's just the truth." You know, God, the unfaithfulness of man does not in any way take away anything from the faithfulness of God. And, you know, for me, whatever it is I'm going through, I think what I learned to remind myself of is that if it has not unseated God from the throne, then everything is still fine. Because I think so long as God is still on the throne, Jesus is still Lord, 
the blood of Jesus was still shed on earth and I am still in Christ. Then all is I am seeking God for. All we need to do is just ask for a way of escaping and he will always grant it. So I just bless the God who is faithful and I thank him for his faithfulness in my life. And I pray, oh Lord, that you know we will all experience that faithfulness as well. I apologize, this recording had a lot of um, hiccups, so you may notice that in the editing as we go, I got there were quite a bit more interruptions than I would have liked. But I believe that the essence of you know what we're using on today will still be you know a blessing to each and every one of us. And I, I, I wish that you know I pray that we will all know the good and the faithful God. And that whatever it is that is going on outside of us will be nothing compared to the power of God that is inside of us. And that God himself will give us that strength, that courage, that assurance that we all need to be overcomers in life in Jesus' name. We bless him because he is a faithful God. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you and have a wonderful day in Jesus' name. Amen.